At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast on a Monday. It's presented by Bet Rivers. Download that app right now, betrivers.com, for the latest lines. As I check the uh, Super Bowl at betrivers.com, just the one, you know, the one matchup that's left. It's the uh, Rams now minus four and a half over the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Total 48 and a hook. Rams minus 190. Bengals plus 165. Of course, as we get closer to the big game, we're going to break down all of the uh, prop bets, player bets, you name it. Have an entertaining Sunday uh, evening from Los Angeles. Uh, coming up here on the DC City Cast, we got the Wizards in action tonight against the Miami Heat. We'll uh, take a look back to Friday night and my release of the day <laughs> came up a little short. Gave out the Celtics minus nine and a half. They win by nine at the Pistons. Um, yeah, it was a crusher. So now a documented 22 and 23 on these seasons. So we will get into not only the Wizards coming up, we'll get some early leans on the big Super Bowl 56, which is Sunday, of course, in Los Angeles. Um and I do also want to quickly touch on the college uh, landscape. Interesting stat that came out about Georgetown and Maryland. That is all straight ahead here on the DC CityCast presented by Bed Rivers. I'm Frank Hanrahan. So good that you are here. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, let's make this a fantastic week uh, together. Want to start off with the uh, Wizards who got smoked at home by the Phoenix Suns. On uh, Saturday night, and Bed Rivers, they were getting, I think, eight and a half, nine when it closed, and it wasn't even close. I mean, they lost by 15, but they were down by as many as 35, 36 points in this game. Embarrassing performance yet again. And this is uh, after a victory at Philadelphia. They come back home. Perhaps you're thinking they're pretty good. We're, we're not as bad as our recent slide. Suns are awesome, though. They're awesome. And. Yeah, you got Chris Paul. Yeah, you got Booker. Uh, yeah, you got Aiden. But they just know how to play together. And that's the biggest thing in this league. Everybody's so goddamn talented, right? Like, <laughs> yes, there are some superior athletes, superior players. But the Wizards, that's why they're in such a funk. They they don't know how to play together. Hey, they, they figured it out when they were 10-3, and three, right? Egos aside, played some defense. And then I think the egos got in the way and uh, 
not wanting to play defense, got in the way, and they are on an incredible downward spiral as, hey, lo and behold, the trade deadline is this week. The uh, Suns, by the way, are 42-10. and 10. They've won. Um, they're 9-1 and one in their last 10. All right. So I guess um, they're pretty good. Now the Wizards, on the other hand, they've lost uh, their two of their last eight, 24 and 28. If the uh, planned game was held today, they would not make it. They're in the 11th spot, half a game ahead of the New York Knicks. And they get the uh, Miami Heat tonight. The Heat, number one in the East at 34 and 20. They're 6 and 4 in their last 10. They've won two straight uh, away. They are 16 and 14. The line tonight at BetRivers.com. Download that app is the Wizards getting six points at home against the Miami Heat. Total points, 208 in the hook. And the Heat are minus 230. Wizards plus 188. Montrez Harrell, who's actually had some good moments uh, in his first year with the Wizards, had some comments after the loss against the Suns saying that this team... Super frustrated. This is not who we are. We're annoyed that we're losing. And that's the right thing to say. But here's what I want to really dive into on this DC City cast presented by Bed Rivers. Like, I'm just annoyed by the franchise and their sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Arrogance when it comes to their averageness. Uh, Like there is this unbelievable run of mediocrity that if I'm in management, and I think I've, I've hit this topic before, but it just, now that you've lost eight of your last nine or whatever, seven of your last eight, and the chatter is about your best player, Bradley Beal, being on the trading block or not. There's so much more to it than just Beal. It's management. It's Tommy Shepard maybe being let off the hook a lot more than he should be just because this narrative of being so mediocre has kind of pulled the wool over our eyes a little bit. They haven't won 50 games since 1978. Like, let that sink in for a second. And I can't believe ownership doesn't have that as their number one emphasis when they hire a new head coach in Wes Unsell Jr. Like, okay, bro, how are you going to make us not suck anymore? Like, at least get us over 50 wins. I'm wondering what that process was like. Like, where is the angst? Where is the anxiety when it comes to failure in anything you do? But specifically with this Wizards franchise, it is just so accepted to suck that it really is starting to annoy me. So if Montrezl Harrell is upset and frustrated, if you got Dinwiddie who's upset and frustrated, then why isn't that frustration put out on the court? Where is the sense of urgency, the sense of desperation? It doesn't exist. It did not exist against the Suns. I mean, you have a chance to play arguably the best team in the league, and maybe they are just that much better than you. Maybe. 
But I would tend to argue the other way. When you're at home, okay, minus Briel, you got everybody back. You're fresh off a victory at the Philadelphia 76ers, who are pretty good in the East. They just rolled over and played dead against the Suns. This game, again, was never in doubt. They lost by 15, but this baby was over before it started. And I'm just wondering, where is the collaboration of all of the parts that are put into this franchise? Ownership, management, coaching to the players. Like, where is the disconnect? They just lost one of their big basketball executives this past week. Sashi Brown's going to the Cleveland or not, he's going to the Baltimore Ravens, excuse me. He came from the Browns to the Wizards. Part of their, they remember they had that whole thing about the basketball makeup, or how we're going to have everybody connected from the G League to the the, the dumb, uh, what is it called, eSports, to the WNBA Mystics team, to the Wizards. We're going to have this big conglomeration of understanding how to win and what it takes and blah, blah, blah. That all looks just like a bunch of uh, window dressing, doesn't it? And because we're sort of in this incestuous media market where you've got the owner who owns the television station, basically, like nobody's really ever going to question this guy and, and this team and this ownership. Light softballs being thrown at them consistently. So when you're not challenged by other people, what happens? And this is exactly what happens. They are okay with being completely average. And when you're not self-starting, when you're not self-challenging, and you're not making the changes to be better than average, then again, there is another dynamic of how pathetic this team is. And let's not factor in how much money these people are getting paid. Let's factor that in, right? Yeah, I'm a little frustrated, a little annoyed by all of this. I grew up here, rooted for this team. I was four years old when they won a championship, and I'm 48 years old, and they have been so average forever that I just truly, it's hard to fathom the acceptance level of how pathetic and how bad and how embarrassing this franchise has been. A few, few good runs, but so many just... So I ask again that question from ownership to management to the players. Why are they not on the same page? Probably because management wants to save their ass and look good and say, oh, well, we made these certain trades. And, oh, well, we signed this guy to a ridiculous amount of money and that really hasn't worked out. The layers, there's so many of them, I understand. But the bottom line is, in this business, you're trying to win basketball games. That's it. That's it. And that doesn't seem to be that big of an issue with this squad and this franchise. So come Thursday, we'll see again. Are they trying to make some moves? Trying to get better? Or are they just going to sit back and say, yeah, you know what? We, we're, we're, just, we're just happy with being mediocre. Just happy with being okay. 
Like if I worked for the team and I was in management, I would just, I would go crazy. My number one job is to get us in a spot to win. And whatever team they have currently collaborated on is not it. It's clear as day. It looks like they don't like each other. Just watch the games. Like, they barely communicate. They, there's no real, like, outside of Anthony Gill, who's, a, you know, bench warmer supreme. He's always up and being positive and clapping. But it's like they just don't even give a crap. So we'll see how they, they respond tonight against the Miami Heat. But I just had to get that off my chest, man. You have fans invested in this. People buying your merchandise. People rooting you on. Just a little, little, hey, yeah, we, we got you, man. We're trying to get better. There's never been that statement from ownership or management in a press conference saying, look, this is what we want to do. We want to win. We're going to do whatever it takes to win. This is my job to win. I'm getting paid to win. What we've done is unacceptable. Let's get better. We'd love to hear that. But we really have never heard that. So Thursday's a trade deadline. We'll get into that uh, as we get closer. I'm in the camp of getting a lot of picks and uh, some good veterans for Bradley Beal. You know, if they were going to get into the bed with Philadelphia, certainly Ben Simmons, uh, some first-round picks, and Seth Curry throw that in as we can maybe get rid of Bertans. (laughs) Dude played seven minutes the other night, scored one point, and he's getting paid... uh, 16 17 million dollars it's insane insanity bro it's absolute insanity and they think we're okay with it no we're not okay with it we are not okay with it so wizards tonight i don't know if i would uh touch this game because again they just got waxed by the uh, Phoenix Suns home team getting six points. I think it opened up at plus five and a half at BetRivers.com. And now I think uh, cooler heads are prevailing and smarter minds are saying, you know, the Heat are pretty good. They're on the road. Uh, I'm expecting the Wizards again to give them a little bit of a fight. And uh, we'll see if they can keep it close. The dangerous thing, dangerous thing about all these games and we saw it with the Pistons in the in the game that I gave out and the uh, Celtics. Celtics were up by 20. And then the Pistons covered in the fourth when there was garbage time. We've seen the Wizards do that a couple times here, although it is only just six points. The spread is only six tonight, so that may not occur. If it's close, you know, you're fouling down the stretch. The backdoor cover is not as prominent when it's a bigger number. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay away from that game. And that's just... Uh, who, who knows what team's going to show up in terms of the uh, the Wizards. But what I will tell you is that I like the, um, wow, the Raptors are minus two at the Hornets. Uh, my initial gut is, wow, why would the Raptors, who are a pretty decent squad, not great, but they're favored at the Hornets, give me Toronto, minus two tonight at Charlotte. That is my official release. Official release Toronto Raptors in the NBA Okay, got that? Documented 22 and 23. When we return here on the D.C. CityCast presented by Bet Rivers, we'll start looking at the um, the Super Bowl. And I do want to touch on the college basketball scene over the weekend. Uh, a couple articles out about Patrick Ewing and his future. We sort of touched on that on Friday 
And the uh, future of the Hoyas program as they now drop to 0 and 10 in Big East play. And Maryland also uh, struggling after losing to Ohio State. Interesting stat that I want to throw at you next. The DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Frank Hand ran from Visa. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 500. DC CityCast presented by Bed Rivers. Frank Hanrahan here from Beeson. Do not forget, download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, there was an interesting stat that I saw tweeted out about Maryland and Georgetown being both under 500. Like these two teams have not finished under 500 i believe since the late 60s how about that that's pretty crazy here let me read it to you um okay maryland right now is 11 and 12 georgetown is 6 and 15 this is patrick stevens at d1 s course says the last time both programs had losing records at the same time beyond november was the end of the 1967 68 season that's when Maryland went eight and sixteen, and Georgetown went eleven and twelve. It is a tough day for both those programs, and in all likelihood, new head coaches come twenty. What is it? Twenty two, twenty three season. There was a report over the weekend that Andy Enfield, the head coach at USC, was in the mix as a candidate for the Terps job. Now. My question is, why would you leave USC? I mean, you're in California, Los Angeles. You've brought the Trojans back to some real uh, realm of um, of actually being um, noticed now in the world of college hoops. They were a top 10 team, maybe still are. Unless it's a bundle of money, why would Andy Enfield leave USC? And that's where we're getting to the point of these programs where – you know, arguably Maryland, Georgetown, those were really top tier sought after jobs. Uh, now, because of the recent struggles, are they really like are people going to leave um, these programs like USC? Let's say, you know, 15, 20 years ago, that'd be probably a no brainer to leave USC for Maryland. Uh, now it's it's a brainer got to think about it and the same goes for georgetown so just want to pass on that interesting stat those programs have have been so good for so long and now they've been just mediocre for for several years and it's going to be a very interesting off season uh, for both those programs uh it looks like the latest in the nfl is that lovey smith could be um the next coach of the houston texans And we saw Mike McDaniel, who was a former Washington football assistant way back uh, 10 years ago under coach Mike Shanahan, is the new head coach of the uh, Miami Dolphins. The coaching tree, huh, from D.C. We got McVay, you got McDaniels, you got McDaniel, you got the guy in Green Bay. 
Uh, it's a big coaching tree. What's the guy's name in Green Bay? Why can't I think of his name? Um, well, this is going to kill me. Yeah, I mean, he's the guy with Aaron Rodgers. What's his name? Come on. Uh, Matt LaFleur. There it is. Matt LaFleur. Uh, well, maybe, you know what? The Mike Shanahan coaching tree was Shanahan, McVay, Matt Fleur, LaFleur, Mike McDaniel. Of course, the other Shanahan is the son, Kyle. Um, so there you go. So a lot of folks were in uh, D.C. at one point, and they've moved on, and they've done pretty well. Pretty, pretty well uh, for themselves. Um, what I, it was Kevin O'Connell, not Kevin McDaniels. <laughs> There's Josh McDaniels with the Raiders. It's Kevin O'Connell who uh, was with the uh, Washington football team as well. So there are a lot of good young minds that were here in D.C. and have moved on to greener pastures. Uh, all right, let's get into the latest Super Bowl lines at BedRivers.com. As the big game is coming up this Sunday, 630 from Los Angeles. These are my, again, early feels, all the feels for this game. The Rams are minus four against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, I've said all along, as I check out the latest line at BetRivers.com at minus four, that I, I'm still liking the Bengals getting the points. Now, that could change, but as of this Monday, February 8th, I, I, do, like, I do like the Bengals getting the points at plus four. Now... Uh, thanks to the good friends, our good friends at Bet Rivers, they send over a uh, update on who is doing what and uh, how folks are betting on the big game. And uh, it's pretty evenly split right now um, where folks are going with the odds and the money. And uh, like right now, 49% of the money is on the Rams' money line. So you do the math on that. Um, 48% of the money is on the Rams minus four. 49% of the money is on the over. So it's right there. This is going to be a good sweat. This is going to be a tight game. This is not going to be a blowout. And I saw Brent Musburger, the legendary Brent Musburger from Vicent, who put out his lean on the Super Bowl. And he likes the Rams winning by three, 27-24. So that would be an overplay, and that would be the Bengals plus the four. Do I think it's going to move a little bit before game time on Sunday? Probably not, just because of what I just told you, where things are pretty evenly split. I would think that this line is going to stay steady up until the big game on Sunday. At 6.30. And as of now, on a Monday, I'm leaning with Joe Burrow and company getting the four points against the L.A. Rams. And, uh, you know, looking at some of the trends that we, uh, I think we touched on it um, last week. But let's hit him again. The Bengals have won six straight against teams with a winning record. They've covered the spread in seven straight games. So those two nuggets right there 
make my selection at plus four, I feel a little bit better about that. That they love being the underdog. I didn't think they had a prayer against the Kansas City Chiefs. And boy, were they awesome in that second half. And speaking of second halves, the Bengals have won the second half in nine of their last ten games as underdogs. So keep that baby um, in mind. I also found it interesting, the Super Bowl MVP odds. You can do the player bets, obviously. Do you know who the... uh, do you know who's got the best chance of being the MVP according to Bet Rivers? It is Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford at plus 130. Joe Burrow, I mean, this guy, you might as well put a little sprinkle on this guy because he has been fantastic in the playoffs. Joe Cool, he is at plus 225 to be the Super Bowl MVP. That's actually a bet that I'm, I'm thinking about actually not hammering, but putting a, a decent amount of change on that. It's a nice return. Joe Burrow, Super Bowl MVP at plus 225. And then there's some long shots like Aaron Donald at plus 1600. Hey, I mean, the guy's a monster. Best defensive player in the league. Von Miller's plus 3000. Odell Beckham Jr. is plus 2500. Uh, Cooper Cup is plus 600. So there's some long shots, but as we've seen, these dudes are animals. They could come through with some big games, be your MVP, and you can walk home with a with a boatload of cash. Um, so <laughs> those are our early looks at uh, some, just some of the uh, bets that you can make come Sunday at BetRivers.com. Download that app today. When we return here on the DC CityCast presented by BetRivers, I do want to give you out another choice selection for tonight, trying to improve on our overall 21 and 22 documented records since we started the DC CityCast. That and plenty more as we put a bow on this DC CityCast presented by BetRivers. Frank Hanran from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 Monday edition DC CityCast rolls on. Frank Hand ran for VEASAN. DC CityCast is presented by Bed Rivers. Download that at BedRivers.com. Uh, I guess they're still the Washington uh, Commanders. Jeez. Had a uh, parking party or something on Friday. Great to see some fans out there embracing the new name. It's going to take a while for me to get used to it. Probably same for you. And as we said before, they should have had a mascot when they unveiled the name. So at least I have an idea of like what I'm rooting for. Because right now it's like this blank space of a commander. Like what? what is a commander? Are we talking about a commander in chief? Are we talking about a commander general? Like what, what are we talking about? We're talking about guys dressed like uh, Hamilton? Uh, I don't know. So that was a big flub. 
big mess up. But again, that's par for the course uh, with this franchise. But I just had to add that uh, little nugget in there because there's some discussion about the commanders today and uh, their pursuit of a quarterback this offseason. And certainly that is, as we all know, should be a one. And uh, I think we mentioned it three weeks ago here on the D.C. City cast that they should be all in to try to get a player like Russell Wilson, who reportedly um, has told Seattle he's willing to be traded uh, out of there. Now it's all up to Seattle if they want to trade him. Because as I'm sure Seattle knows, look around the rest of the league, teams that are in the Super Bowl have pretty good quarterbacks. Teams that are in the Final Four have pretty decent quarterbacks, maybe asterisk with Jimmy G. Teams that are in the postseason, pretty good quarterbacks. Are they willing to just uh, unload Russell Wilson because he's a little unhappy? Uh, That remains to be seen. It remains to be seen what the Wizards will do tonight against the uh, Miami Heat at BetRivers.com. Wizards plus the six tonight. Um, I don't have any specific real lean on this game or even a feel on this game because they're fresh off a blowout loss to the Suns at home. Still no Bradley Beal. Um, You know, there's this rumor now that the Wizards are zeroing in on DeMontis Sabonis. Pacers look like they're unloading players because they just got rid of Karis LeVert over the weekend. Uh, Sabonis is is, is, is an all-star. He's a solid player. It'll be a nice addition. But what are you going to give up for him? Um, but again, like I've said, we've been mediocre for so long, you might as well try something different. Try something new. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll see about that as well. But I did want to mention the Wizards box score. From the other night when they scored, what, a measly 81 points against um, the Phoenix Suns. It's not like Phoenix is known for being this defensive stalwart, but the Wizards scored 11 points in the second quarter. It's almost impossible in today's NBA. Almost impossible. But yet they did that. So they scored 80 against the Suns. And the box score, the starters, only one dude was in double figures. Do you know who that was? Aaron Holiday, who was a DNP for most of January, had 11 points. Kuzma didn't show up for whatever reason, had nine points. That's been his issue his entire career consistency. Thomas Bryant had five points. Dinwiddie was atrocious, had four points. Caldwell Pope had eight Harrell had 15 points, seven boards off the pine. So if there is an actual lean for tonight's game, uh, it is at bedrivers.com. It's 207 and a half. I would tend to take the under in this game. I, I don't think, you know, unless Kuzma goes off, you know, who's really going to go off for the Wizards and put up a boatload of points? So I would lean towards the under and uh, that's what I would do tonight 207 and a half and I already gave out the Raptors at minus two at the Hornets so we'll just add another play tonight we'll go two plays we'll go two plays we'll take the under 207 and a half and we'll take the Raptors so two NBA plays perhaps by the time we chat tomorrow 
I will be over 500 again, documented for the season. Because again, right now, 21 and 22 against the number. But that's the big question mark for this management and this franchise moving forward. Who is available to be traded this week? A couple weeks ago, it was everybody's on the block. And uh, except for Beal, right? Except for Beal. Uh, but I would add Beal to that mix. And uh, sort of hands off to talk about their bench players, like Rui Hachimura, who only had four points. Played 24 minutes as he's coming back from that extended period of time off. But you need to have these guys produce. You need to have your first-rounders produce. Like, Avdia had six points. He played 21 minutes. Kispert, another first-round pick, played 20 minutes and had just five points. Like, those are the other elements that we cannot forget about. Your last three first-round picks, man, aren't doing much this year. Hachimara's averaging seven and a half points, three boards. Um, Avdi, who's you know he's shown some signs of playing some defense, only averages seven points, five boards, two assists, basically. And then Kispert is trying to find his way as a rookie in the NBA. Um, he's averaging six points, six points. Um, yeah. So that there's another topic altogether is your last three first round draft picks have not done much this season and that is why you add to the struggles the uh, Wizards heading into tonight's game with a overall record what are they four games under 500 24 and 28 just 13 and 13 at home the Heat are 34 and 20 16 and 14 away Tyler Hero is averaging 20 points a game, bro. Tyler Hero. They got Kyle Lowry in the backcourt. Obviously, their best player is Jimmy Butler. And, yeah, we'll see if they can uh, cover that six. And I'm staying away from that number, but I am taking the under 207 and a hook. Uh, This is the fourth time they played. The Heat won the last matchup, 119-112. That was in late December um, as Hero scored 32 points uh, in the victory. Let's see. Um, yeah, the Wizards have lost five in a row at home. Five in a row at home. I don't think they snap it tonight, but do they cover the six? That will be the question. All right, follow along at Bed Rivers at VSIN Live. Uh, you can. Uh, Follow me as well at J Frank Hanrahan as we get closer to the big game on Sunday. We'll put out our official release for the big game Sunday in Los Angeles. We will talk again tomorrow. This has been the Monday edition of the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Hanrahan from Visa. See ya. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.